0: Hello, this is Caitlin, your host of the Homegrown Hopes podcast. Today I'm coming to you with my friend Mandy, and we have a really fun conversation about health and healing health issues, um, as well as how to reach your goals with baby steps, and also how, even once you reach those goals, it doesn't always feel like you know what you're doing. <laughs> you never really arrive. I wanted to give you a heads up. The audio in the very beginning of this podcast was just a little bit wonky. It was my very first time ever recording a podcast with someone else. And there was a little bit of interference on the microphones while I figured out what I was doing. So bear with me. Hang tight through the first few minutes of the episode. It does get better. And I hope you enjoy. If you felt the pull to slow down, to create and cultivate a more homegrown life that's simple and fulfilling, and to truly enjoy the magic of ordinary days, then, friend, you found your place. I'm Caitlin. I'm a barefoot, Blue Ridge, homegrown mama, and this is the Homegrown Hopes podcast. We'll chat about everything from gardening and scratch cooking to homeschooling and motherhood, with some sarcasm sprinkled in, of course, because I am my daddy's daughter, and Lord knows I'm fluent in that. Just know that whatever it is we're discussing I am by no means an expert and I'll never claim to be. I'm just sharing my experiences, the good and the bad, and making the most of the little moments in between. I'm so excited you're here and so humbled that you've chosen to follow along and hopefully join me in cultivating our homegrown hopes. Hey friends, this is Caitlin. I'm here with my dear friend Mandy Nix. We are actually recording live together. This is not remote, so we'll see how it works out. Uh, Mandy and I have been friends for several years. She is a registered dietitian. She has a nutrition counseling business and she also runs a thriving family farm. So Mandy, I will give you a second to give a little background on yourself okay,
1: thank you um okay, um so yes, I'm a registered dietitian, and I started the practice um it's called healing nutrition about four years ago, um yeah, and uh, we have a family, farm. and farming, my husband I have to say, he's really the farmer. Hello oh, <laughs> for the
0: ride. You do oh. a lot of the work. Let's I mean you know he doesn't know fun. how to market. That's he true. doesn't have, you're the marketing
1: queen. Farm education. Yeah, we make, a good, go. we yes. make a good team. We yes. um, actually yeah. make a good team.
0: Yes. That's the beauty um, of it. Yeah. 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 We're in the foothills of Western North Carolina and her farm has become kind of a staple here in our town. Oh. People are creating memories there every year. It's still fairly new. This is your second, your second year. year. Second yeah. year. But very successful first year. I think it's it's gonna become a, a very special spot here in our town. It already has um, works. I've got a lot of growing to do, but it's um,
1: yeah, it, it was a dream. I mean, it was a 10 year dream, yeah.
0: That's kind of what we're going to dive into today. We've been actually talking off screen, off recording for the last like 30 minutes. So we looked down, we're like, oh, we should probably get recorded and get on with this <laughs> since we have busy schedules. Um, that's what we were kind of talking about. We have so many different things that we could talk about today, um, and so. I guess the the direction that we may may try to go and not saying that we won't fear down a rabbit trail (laughs) because chances (laughs) are we're going to hop right down it, but um, (laughs) just just kind kind of talking about about how, how how to start, start, you know, know, it's so overwhelming
1: whether Whether it's homesteading
0: or taking control of your your health. health. We're going to do a little bit of, you can tell us your background of how you even began on this journey and just kind of encouragement that everyone has to start somewhere and what does that look like? So tell us how you got into nutrition. How I started with nutrition,
1: um, yeah, I guess it was always kind of like the background was always there. My mom's an herbalist, so it was always ingrained. Like I'm in person saying when I was younger, what you put in your body, you know, you are what you eat. Yes. Um she was doing kombucha in the 90s. And she was growing that in the. Um, so I remember was mushrooms cool always. Yeah. Cool. And she was doing almond milk before. You know, like, there were so many things she was doing. I'm like, gosh, that's popular today. I mean, she had the sourdough, the kombucha, I mean, in 1993, you know? Yeah. Um, so it was always kind of there, but too, it was the 90s. So sugar was a free for all. I mean, it was just a, you know, um, she was an herbalist in like, we were she was health conscious, so that it was so it kind of started young, but really, you know I was a kid i don't I think it was more of just that was her job, but um I'd say in my twenties um i always i struggled with my weight for years, I mean, I was always overweight in um high school, and then in my twenties, um yeah, I struggled with weight management. But But I I got a diagnosis of pre-diabetes in my 20s. And I remember that scared me because my dad has diabetes. My uncle has diabetes. My other uncle has diabetes.
0: Um, So that was the wake-up call kind of. Just hearing that
1: was like, you know, know, yeah, I know know, I don't don't eat great. I I started my day with Pop-Tarts every morning. Well, well, didn't we (laughs) 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 all? To see where we are now. And my my kids, bless
0: their little little hearts, they're like, Daddy told me y'all ate Pop-Tarts when you were little. I'm like, uh-huh. Well, now, now that, we that we know we know yeah. once you know better you you try, try to do better
1: but, and you yeah let's be honest you can get away away with more as a child like you know you have the health, the health effects days. of eating unhealthy it takes years and years and years to see that right. mine really started early 20s to to start having um insulin resistance issues It's actually pretty young so mine yeah um so that was a, a wake-up call and i'm Weight management aside, I mean, it was more of like I'm going to end up like my family, um, yeah, a diabetic. So that was a scare, and really got my brain turning. Like, huh, maybe what I eat matters. Oh, um, go figure. <laughs> and I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have pop tarts for breakfast. I mean, I just remember thinking, like, okay, so maybe I should look at that. Yeah. Um. So that started like nutrition journey. Um. It's like I just started small, like thinking, "Wow, what I eat must matter." Now I was not doing, um, you know, we didn't—I wasn't growing my own food then, or dabbling in sourdough. I didn't. Wasn't right. I, that wasn't even my radar. It right. was just, "Huh, oh, probably should start looking at labels, and maybe I shouldn't eat so much sugar." So
0: it just yeah. started there, of yeah. like
1: trying to be aware of what I. And then it just grew and go like you know right. just.
0: Well, I think that's kind of what we were talking about before. Is to see where you are now. I mean, you own a nutrition consulting business. You, mm-hmm. you know, you grow your own food. You raise chickens for eggs. You have she has a dairy cow. Like, she, <laughs> she is so cool. Well, that's very kind. <laughs> does it feel cool? But <laughs> does it feel cool when you're out there? <laughs>
1: <does
0: it>. Six a.m. <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. yeah, the things you don't see on the screen. But, but all uh-huh. that to say, like you started off. Not where you're at, like you have to start somewhere, and I think that, um, for me anyway, even at the point that I'm at my journey, we are inundated with seeing people's end result. You Mm, know, we're inundated with seeing their highlight Mm -hmm. reel and they're where they are now, and there's not a lot of background. Some people are really good at sharing that, and I strive to be one of those people that you know shares this is how I'm struggling today, you know, but it's not always the fun side of it, and so I think for me anyway like when I log in and I'm looking at real sometimes it can be really really inspiring and sometimes it can be really just depressing (laughs) to me yes I'm I'm not there and so I think it's it's encouraging especially to hear your story it's like you have to start somewhere you're not gonna and and you said this was over 10 years ago and it's Mm -hmm. I think it's easy too to see like I, I think of like the HDTV the shows where it's a quick flip over the weekend and yes. you see that on Instagram so often, like it's uh, here was me two years ago and here's me now. But what you don't see is the journey in between. And so I think that's what we're going to kind of talk about a little bit. And this season of Homegrown Hopes is brought to you by the Holistic Homestead Conference. Have you ever dreamed of slowing down and becoming more intentional? of not relying so heavily on the grocery store, but instead honing the skills to grow and preserve your own food and medicine. Have you yearned for a simpler way of life and a community to learn alongside? Then the Holistic Homestead Conference is for you. Nestled in the foothills of Western North Carolina at Henry River Farms, this conference is a way to learn real life homesteading skills in person and hands on. We have a lineup of classes including Functional medicine, home canning, family dairy, gardening, natural living, and so much more. And did I mention the farm-to-table lunch? VIP ticket holders will get to sit down with all of the instructors and enjoy a lunch prepared by a local chef. And it includes a hog that was actually raised on the farm where the conference is hosted. It doesn't get any fresher than this. Be sure to grab your VIP tickets now because space at the table is limited, but we would love to have you there with us. If you're interested in learning more about the Holistic Homestead Conference and getting your ticket for not just the classes, but also our delicious farm-to-table lunch, then visit www.holistichomesteadconference.com or visit the link in our show notes. And use code HOMEGROWN15 for 15% off of your ticket. There, so you started out, you had health scare, and that kind of got your mind thinking about it.
1: Yes, and so that's I went to school I decided, like, Okay, I started getting very passionate about nutrition. And then I thought, oh, what can I I think I really like this. And that's when I went to school to become a dietitian. Um, and then the journey continued. And really, I guess going back to my, you know, growing up under an herbalist, I really started getting passionate about the functional side of nutrition. Like I worked in a hospital for, or in the health department, the hospital's a dietitian. And I have to admit, I never loved any of it.
0: Right, it, it just that, didn't
1: feel like it didn't fit for you. No, yeah. I always um, I dreamed of having a practice, but that's that's scary. That you know, there's no security in that. So, um, the medical dietitian world um, was hard for me because the the passion of just functional
0: nutrition, you
1: know, yeah. having that herbalism background. Yeah. Well, I think um, for me
0: too, something that people probably don't know about me is I went to nursing school. I have Uh, an LPN license that I do not, I'm not a practicing nurse, but that was one of the things. And I think, you know, you can use it as limiting belief, but it did not feel like a good fit for me. I really struggled with, you know, when you're in a room with someone and you see the effects of their choices and not everything is a choice, but some of them are, I really struggled to say, well, here's a pill this will be your quick fix when I know like it's not always easy and this may be a rabbit trail that we're going down. So we'll, we'll steer back in, but I, I can totally understand where you're coming from that once you, not to say that everything, you know, Western medicine is bad by any means, it's a blessing, but it was really a struggle for me to feel like that was where I belonged. Mm-hmm. So I can totally understand where you're coming from.
1: Yeah. So, um. Yeah. And find that, that, your the balance, um, yes, I know, yeah fun- functional struggle. nutrition,
0: <laughs> we just um, had this conversation off, off mic also <laughs> about <laughs> we went to the dentist, dentist today, today. <laughs> oh <good>. yeah, <laughs> no, we, yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I just dread I dread going to the dentist or the doctor with my kids because I feel like anytime you ask a question, it's frowned upon, um, and I did not have that experience today, so that's what we were talking about, like it was such a breath of fresh air to to be. Validated in, like, oh, well, yeah, we could look at that. That's That's an option. Let's do it. My my dentist actually said, I'm gonna have to look into that. I'm not sure. And I was like, oh my gosh, you mean I'm not crazy, (laughs) you know? So, yes, finding the balance is yes.
1: And of of that, like, you're like thinking for yourself and taking control of your health. Nobody is in control, no doctor, no dentist, no dietitian, not your spouse, only
0: you. And I just think of like, And no one's going to advocate for you or for your children as much as you will for yourself Mm -hmm. and not, you know, I don't think that I know more than my dentist or my doctor, but it's okay to ask questions. And so I think for me and you as well, probably starting to ask those questions and seeing that there is another, another side of all of this health stuff. So Mm -hmm. you you were leaning towards the functional side of things. Yeah. Functional nutrition. um,
1: um, Definitely. Just seeing more of a whole body approach. Um, you know, instead of like, I remember when I was doing my internship and I had to sit on a diabetes education class and the diabetes education, the, the dietitian was showing them instead of eating ice cream and cookies, here's sugar-free versions of ice cream and cookies. And I just remember then thinking, mm, I don't, it was almost like, here's a fakier process. Just, just swap sugar for aspartame. And I just remember thinking like, not like just thinking, that doesn't feel like what I want to tell people yeah. to do. It's like, not yeah. just here's a, here's a swap, a yeah. sugar-free swap. And I thought yeah. like, I, you know, I thought about talking about whole, well, whole foods, about more of like the big picture of like, what's the whole diet look like? Is it, instead of let's swap your sugary foods for sugar-free versions of those foods. Right. I mean, even then I just remember thinking, Oh, gosh, I chose the wrong career. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And you're right, there's a play, there's a balance. I'm not saying I don't eat sugar. I'd be a hypocrite oh, if I say that. No, I mean, we're,
0: Mandy <laughs> and I are, are very close friends off, <laughs> off of the podcast. We raise our children together. Like she saw me give my kid candy yesterday. Uh-huh. And <laughs> we, I, and it's just, it I isn't, remember being it, that mom. It was ugly candy from the healthy grocery <laughs> store in town, but it was still candy. And I, I have been the extreme of that before. I'm like, absolutely not. You can have a prune. But you like gotta pick your battles. Just, I
1: was that before I had kids? I remember thinking my kid will never <laughs> touch sugar, and we are gonna eat. Clint, you know, yeah. And oh man, yeah, like I was that, I that,
0: Wake up call. Yeah, yeah like, they've got a different idea about what they want to eat, yes, don't they? Turns um, out they're their own people, and they have an opinion on it. And sugar is very <laughs> addictive. It's very addictive, and you just is. gotta everything with moderation. There's that balance in thing in again.
1: So. Taking more control, like so in our home, it's like. We love to like baking cookies with real sugar. I'm not saying, but like it's six ingredients instead of like just.
0: All the preservatives. Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: if you go to the pantry, is there Oreos, snack cakes, cookies, like 20 year old version there wasn't me. there was, but now I just think like just making cookies from scratch is so empowering. Like just that move. When I think of like a homesteading kind of lifestyle.
0: Yeah. And I think something that comes to mind and I mentioned this in my previous episode is being intentional you know, you have to slow down and plan to bake cookies. That sounds daunting. It's not that hard to make homemade cookies, but it's harder to pull the ingredients out and invite the kids in the kitchen and to wait on them than it is to grab an Oreo. Yeah. And so I think really being intentional with how you feed your body and where you spend your time, you know, that I think that encompasses a ton of things. And sugar will probably more likely be in check
1: if it's you're making it from, scratch. Right. it's a whole process, You're right? You're yeah. going to have to, you're probably not going to bake a batch of cookies every day. Yeah. But how easy it is to go to the pantry, grab a easy. sleeve of Oreos easy. without a thought. Yeah. So it's not, it's, I love uh, just being warned. I'm not saying get out all sugary food. I'm saying, is it mindless? Did you just go and grab it or right. do you like, Hey, if we make it, have a treat, we make it from scratch. So I know what's going into it and it's yeah. a,
0: no, I think that's um, really important, and I think that's you know we we seem to be coming back to the balance. <laughs> balance is a good <laughs> part. Is a good thing, and sometimes we're not always in balance. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, so you at this point have realized that you're leaning towards the functional side of things. Now, how does that play into you where you're at now? You now are a mother. Mandy has three kids. Um, Was there another part of this journey that made you think, "Oh, I want to grow my own food and have cow"? Oh. Like, how did you get to that point?
1: Um, uh, okay most, so i married a farmer okay, okay well there okay. you go that, that would <laughs> but, help <laughs> well, no, see, his journey we'll talk about that too he told me when we were dating he wanted to be a farmer and i'm thinking that's cute <laughs> Okay, <laughs> All right, buddy. Um, so he wasn't a farmer or a whole 10 years of marriage he worked construction um and but it was always a dream because he grew up around apple orchards his dad was a christmas tree farmer so he always wanted to do that i never thought we were going to be farming never yeah um he said he wanted
0: to right. Okay. So <laughs> cool.
1: But he started fighting. He he finally took the plunge of like I he he wanted to always have like an agritourism farm yeah. because and he's from Hendersonville and they have a lot of apple orchards there. The tractor rides. I mean that was one of his first jobs was on that his cousin's um, agritourism apple orchard. So that was very um no, like that was kind of farming he envisioned because he knew yeah. that was kind of how you could have both how you could support your family but also grow your own food it was kind of i think a, a yeah cuz that's a hard those. balance to find it's especially hard.
0: you know we, we don't live in the midwest we don't have thousands of acres of yeah. corn you know you kind of have to you have to make that more. dream fit your reality a little yeah. bit yeah yeah um, so that but um
1: okay back to what was the question <laughs> I, I don't know no. <laughs> um
0: i think i was just asking like how did you jump from you are in school at this point and realizing mm. that you're leaning towards a more functional route to fast forward where you are today like what did that process look like? Um It was baby steps, yeah. right? You didn't it's just definitely one day baby wake steps. up and say, we're buying a farm and a cow and we're going to grow everything and make it from scratch. And it didn't, not, happen no, yeah. didn't happen overnight. No, it definitely didn't happen overnight. It definitely, yeah.
1: Um It started with chicken. Anybody it chickens. Anybody get chickens?
0: The um, gateway. Yeah, we were it's like, like a,
1: we had an acre, I don't know if it was acre land, you know, acre land. And I just remember thinking, Well, it'd be nice to have eggs. (laughs) Just have eggs, and so he got a couple, really a couple of chickens, and that was the extent of, you know, um, and it just grew. Of like, I know it sounds silly,
0: but it is empowering to go out the chicken coop and get. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like when I'm walking out through there, and I've got my little egg basket and. You know, it's, it's not as glamorous as it looks half the time. I'm in like (laughs) poop on them, (laughs) but it's just so nice to feel like like when we sit down to a meal at the table, we've, this doesn't always happen by any means. I still shop at Aldi sometimes, like it's not all from us. And that's another thing we'll touch on is you can't be completely self-sustainable. But when we sit down to the table and it is an egg from our backyard chickens Mm -hmm. and sausage from the hog that we raised. And sourdough that I baked in the kitchen, I'm like, oh, this is it. I have arrived. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, this is what it means to be an adult. <laughs> yes. I mean, that it didn't happen overnight. It did. Yeah. And, and still doesn't happen every single day, mm-hmm. even though um, that happens a lot more often than it used to. Um, it's not every day. And I think that, like, when I see someone on Instagram and I see them baking from scratch, I automatically assume, like, that's what they always do. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I just think that, you know, behind the lens, like that is not what, and I say we, you know, you bake sourdough and share it. You you share a lot of nutrition information. I have shared sourdough on all of my social media things, but I'm not always baking sourdough. Like sometimes I don't feel like doing it. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I don't. I've gotten mm-hmm. better about freezing it and like having it on hand. Mm-hmm, yeah. But I mean. Sometimes I still buy bread at the store. Oh, my yes. gosh. I can't believe I said it uh, out loud. <laughs> uh,
1: yes. I do balance. Yeah. Do humor, but the more you do it or the more you do, you it does empower you. It does empower you. And, and it, it's,
0: it's not so scary. Like, look yes. at where you are now. If I ha- was just at the beginning, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, that is so overwhelming. And I'm sure that would look mm-hmm. the same way to you. 10 or 15 years ago um but just knowing that it's baby steps like you said you start off on less than an acre of land with a couple mm-hmm. chickens
1: mm-hmm.
0: we start off with a handful of I, when we started off we were um moving a lot with my husband's job we were in in our younger years having to move pretty frequently um and renting and everything Well, our first garden, I'll talk about that in another episode. That was in-ground. But for the most part, everything was in containers. Like, I can remember growing a tomato plant on my back patio, and I was so excited. Like, we had tomato sandwiches, and I was like, sit down. (laughs) I've got the good china from the wedding. (laughs) Here is a homegrown tomato sandwich. And it was such a big deal. And, like... Now I have so many tomatoes, I end up throwing them for the chicken <laughs> half the time. So I hate to admit uh-huh. that. But I don't always get them processed in time. But, like, that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And you have to start somewhere. So I think it's really encouraging to know that where you are now, that's where you began. Yeah. You had a couple chickens. And, and
1: then what happened? And, and look, <laughs> it said, start somewhere. Start somewhere. Yeah. But it will empower you to, I th- for me, is uh, the nutrition side always appealed to me, it will empower you to take more. For me, like more control my health. Like I'm not so far removed from where my food comes from. Instead yes. of going and buying something, it was my, my eggs come from my backyard. So it started there. Yeah. Um. It, then it, just, it, did, it just led to more of like just cooking more from scratch. I know that sounds simple, but just if we have, it started with baking because I love to bake. Yeah. And it started like, well, oh, instead of buying cookies, let me make them.
0: With real right. flour. And I'm sure and that's like second names. nature to you right now at this point, right? Like I can whip up homemade pancakes and I don't even yes. measure it. Like I don't even measure. I just look at it and I'm like, ah, it looks yeah. like a good consistency. And sometimes they're fluffy and Yes, poor little sourdough discard. Yeah, I don't know like, how much. Oh, okay, good. Sounds good. But like me, ten years ago, I would be on Pinterest. Like, what's the fun? Yes. you know? And I think it's just a muscle that you have to exercise, and you become more comfortable with it as you go along. I think and it will it, become normal. It will. It will become but, normal. Yes, it will become your new normal. It won't be such a novelty thing. Like I made from scratch pancakes this morning. Can you? Yes, you know, with my sourdough
1: starter. Yeah. But this is coming from fifteen years ago. I'm not kidding, Pop-Tarts for breakfast, a lean cuisine for lunch. Yeah. And, like, the thought of making something from scratch, I'm like, what do you mean? What? Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm not, like, if I can do it, anybody can. But it is more of like, no, anybody can make cookies. But you just have to start. Like, start, yeah, start somewhere. Start somewhere. Like, and it will, it will grow. Um. So, yes. Okay. So, started with chickens. <laughs> it usually <laughs> does. It, it, it grew into... I started baking. and Baking came first, and then yeah. I was like, "Huh, oh, we don't need to buy cookies with high fructose corn syrup as the second ingredient and bleach flour." Because then I started getting more. I'm like, "Huh, oh, high fructose corn syrup? I really? What is that? that? Can't be yeah. good for you." Yeah,
0: that can't. Really? That doesn't even sound good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and bleach. We bleach flat. Just even that was like bleach. I know. Like Why we've bleached? become so desensitized when you look at a label and it says there's bleach in your food. <laughs> I know, I'm like, like that can't be good. Should like, we yeah. question that? Yeah. <laughs> <Like, laughs> So, so
1: looking, yeah, yeah. questioning more. Um, so of course, I started working, making more from scratch, right? Um, and then you know, it just kept growing out. And I think of like the last two years, um, like getting a cow was um, really special. I think that was just a big deal. That, that is a big and deal, and that was really so. Okay, let's talk about what it looks like when we brought the cow home. Okay, <laughs> never milked a cow in my life. Did not grow up on a farm. We brought that cow home <laughs> from Kentucky, a six-hour drive. And we're like, how, what do we do? Me and Somebody husband, Google like, cow. How, cow that
0: <laughs> you should be a seen us Google search.
1: We were hand <laughs> milking it. Of like, nothing's coming out. We, I don't know how many times we said, "What do we do? What did we do?" So he yeah. was not glamorous. She's here now.
0: We've got to do. Something. She was yeah. ornery.
1: I didn't know how to milk a cow. I was. My wrists were so tired within fifteen seconds, and I thought, "What did oh, we oh, no do kidding. we just do? have to I've milk actually her. milked
0: Mandy's cow. <laughs> I'm like, how do you not have forearms like Papa? <laughs> it is such a hard workout, but. But you figured it out. Um, and then we got a... Uh, electric motor. electric <laughs> We are not head in our account. Well, and how really beautiful cool is that, though? How beautiful is that? Because I feel like I'm kind of one of those people, and I am recovering from this, but I am one of those people who will like be the martyr I will die on the hill of (laughs) like. no it's okay it's I have a dairy cow I have to hand milk her because that's my time to slow down and connect with no like Mm -hmm. if this is not the season of life that you're in if it's going to hinder you from actually Mm -hmm. doing it then make it work for you so if an electric milker is working because you guys are busy like I can't even express (laughs) in one episode how busy this family Mm -hmm. is like but in in a great way like in the way that you want to be busy yes but if you're so so. busy that hand milking or electric milking like makes it accessible then that's a Mm no-brainer right and for me who are you proving it to (laughs) (laughs) and for me it was
1: back to the nutrition i started really researching like raw milk benefits and it's like like, just it just that that my nutrition mind like i was like i really think
0: raw milk yeah, look for this in a future That'd episode. Be so beneficial, that's, yeah. I mean, that's so another story for another day.
1: Pasteurized milk versus raw, and I just and we will.
0: Like,
1: <laughs> and so that, that group, you know, like raw milk wasn't even on radar five years ago. Oh my Baltimore. gosh, more...
0: it, like not at all. And <laughs> I, I would have hmm. never even thought about that when I was growing a tomato on a patio. Didn't even know raw milk was a thing. Like, yeah, I feel like you just you have to, you know, eat the elephant one bite at a time like mm-hmm. there are so many things i will never ever know all there is there's and and, and we both are not an expert at any of it but right. just
1: then well, we think, take
0: more control and just kind of like huh yeah well i think there's something really beautiful about being an amateur and we don't have to be an expert like nobody's telling you that you have to know it all and but but look at where you are like to some people on from the outside looking in you have arrived oh we talked about this like man. oh my <laughs> gosh like,
1: I wish I know you could see a day in the life like <laughs> no I mean tears <laughs> with homeschool and out there and
0: poop the cows out cat, you know strawberries uh, <laughs> yeah, the
1: cow just got out eating strawberries. Uh, yeah, yeah like um obviously it's never as glamorous as it looks but um but I'm thankful for all like leaving the hospital is scary scary so scary but yeah you're out on
0: your own with Um, your own practice that's huge that's a huge leap of faith it's it's like it's it's been scary all along the way but the more rewarding at the same time so it's like do you think it's been and, and this doesn't this isn't true for everything i'm sure but is it maybe like the road less traveled can be a little bit more difficult Mm-hmm. a little bit I mean a lot of you bit. know yeah, it's, yeah. it's harder to milk your own cow than to it. You know. yeah. um, but do you think that the benefits outweigh how hard it is and I, I think that like I personally really appreciate earning something working for something like mm-hmm. I just appreciate it more yes I, I always think like you choose your heart like I'm not yes. saying,
1: like when I think I go back to nutrition like being overweight, not being able to go up a flight of stairs, or play with your kids or grandkids, having the diabetes, it then it takes a toll on you. That is hard. That's really that hard. Really hard. And I think, is it hard to maybe like prep your food, put a chicken in the crock pot, choose water over soda that's so addictive? And I was addicted to soda. Never touch. Like I think both are hard. Like yeah, it's easy to not think about what you eat, just not think about it, but. I think about like the consequences sometimes of doing that with and being so far removed and never thinking about what goes into your body, um, being headed on that path, you know, having the pre-diabetes and, and watching family members struggle with diabetes and heart disease and heart attacks. I mean, my dad had his first heart attack in his forties, I'll be 40 next year. Ugh. Like that feels so, like it's not, like it really does matter.
0: It does. It's um, a different. It, kind doesn't of it's right. no. it doesn't mean it's easy, right? No, doesn't mean it's easy. And I think that comes back to like you know the world that we're in of the highlight reels. Like it looks easy to be out there in your flowy little skirt <laughs> gathering eggs. My kids not fighting. Yeah, my kids, in <laughs> <And laughs> a specific line behind <laughs> me. <laughs> if you watch my most recent reels, it's all voiceover or <laughs> music <laughs> because like in the background somebody's screaming at somebody. Uh-huh. Or you know it's it's not as beautiful as it as it appears to be, but it's worth it.
1: It's yes. well worth it. And yeah. so,
0: and I think this will probably be an episode for another day. We're going to have to wrap it up. We've got appointments, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> got to get out of Mandy's office. <laughs> um, but like fighting imposter syndrome. Mm. I think I have that so much as a quote unquote homesteader. Um, but you just have to start small and start somewhere. Like who defines what that is? Who yeah. who gets to tell us if we are or not? I <laughs> think okay, one thing It's
1: like, Maybe you just start with sourdough. Yeah. Maybe you just start with reading the labels when you go to the grocery store. Yes, yeah, so that's such you an easy step. Tomatoes in a pot. I know yeah. that it will. I can almost guarantee it will lead to yeah. something else. Yeah,
0: it's a domino um, effect. Yeah, and I think it's good to to uh, to tackle it in that way because it is so overwhelming. Like, pick one thing, mm-hmm. one small thing that you can say this month or this year. Even this is mm-hmm. my thing. I'll learn and and become confident in it because it confidence builds confidence then you're you feel better about tackling the next thing so
1: yes actually I always um when I think of if you feel like you have to do it all and want to do it all you you're going to set yourself up for failure oh my gosh so (laughs) almost it's it's a guarantee yeah but accomplishing some goals um it builds momentum the long term it, yeah. yeah it builds that motivation of like I, I made bread rise What's that yeah. like? <laughs> and okay what else you know yeah so yes yeah, i asked when i think we both started and everybody has their what motivated yeah. to start i mean mine seriously was like pre-diabetes what what yeah
0: um <laughs> i'm <but> young <laughs> this can't be yeah um but yeah Yeah. And you still, I'm sure even overnight did not like immediately turn into a new person. It was a a process.
1: Oh gosh. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like we've just like hit the tip of the iceberg, but time is up for today. Um, so one thing that I did want to mention in this episode is Mandy and I have these conversations pretty frequently. (laughs) (laughs) We see each other every week and like we ended up always just going down the rabbit trail of all this, but One thing that has been really um, important to us is, like, we realize the more friends that we talk to in our community, we're not the only people that feel this way. There's so much to learn. And so Mandy and I have made an opportunity to share knowledge. Yeah. We have a really exciting thing coming this year. So I just want to kind of give a little oversight of that because there will be another episode where we just talk about the Holistic Homestead Conference. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be in our hometown. Uh, we're in the foothills of Western North Carolina. It's going to be on Mandy's beautiful family farm, and this is um, what we're calling natural living education for the dreamer and the doer. Whether you have never grown a thing, never baked your own bread, or you are ten years into this journey, I can guarantee you, you will learn something here. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yes, uh, and I think that's what is that from where we were fifteen years ago, and where I want to be. I hope in fifty years. I hope. Oh I yeah. And I think if you cannot. You will always, if I'm reading something, it's either homestead or nutrition related. Yeah. Because, and I think I will be in my sixties, in my seventies.
0: Oh yeah. My mom's an herbalist and she's been doing it 40 years and she's still learning. Isn't that beautiful? Lifelong learners. (laughs) That's what I strive to be. I never want to feel like I know it all because... No way. But at our conference, we are going to have classes all day long. Um, We have educators. It is not us teaching it. We have brought in the professionals. We have educators (laughs) coming from all over our region. And we have classes on everything from sourdough to canning to um, processing your own animals. Functional medicine. Uh, functional medicine. It's good. It's a really right. neat lineup. Yes. I'm very, very excited. And you know, I even like when we were seeking people out for this, I'm excited about the classes. Like there are things that Me I plan on. I won't be hanging in the background <laughs> uh-huh. <and> listening <laughs> in on these classes. I don't know who's um, working that day, but yeah, we'll <laughs> oh, have to hire somebody to do it. <laughs> our children. I'll, that's why I'll I have always, kids.
1: What, we say they don't like yeah. they're, they're, they're 10. So yeah. I don't know what age <laughs> is very excited. He thinks
0: he's directing traffic. <laughs> 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 (laughs) Hopefully you have traffic to drink (laughs) from your lips to God's ears. Um, But so we will have all of these classes. We're going to have incredible vendors set up with um, very specific goods and services that pertain to this lifestyle. And we also have, an amazing chef who's going to be cooking a farm to table lunch. So if you are interested, if you're, I guess, anywhere in the Southeast, if you want to travel, or you can come mm-hmm. from wherever we would love to have you here in yes. North Carolina, but we are, um, the website is holistic dot Uh, there is more information on all of the classes offered, our social media platforms, and then you can also purchase, purchase your tickets there. Um, yeah. And So we're very, very excited about this. We're going to talk about more in the future, but thank you, Mandy. Yes, well, thanks
1: for having me. That was fun.
0: That was fun. We actually just, you know, hit record on the (laughs) conversations that we usually have. anyway, (laughs) that worked out really well. So anyway, we will definitely be hearing from Mandy in the future. We're going to, like I said, dive into this conference more in depth and probably a lot more things because she says she's no expert, but she, she, you know, more than the average. I'm, you know. I'm definitely not. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you so much for listening today, friends. we hope you will subscribe, uh, give a good rating to this podcast. I mentioned in the in the last episode, if you think I deserve five stars, I would so appreciate that. If you don't, please don't say anything. <laughs> but we will uh, talk to you soon. We hope you have a wonderful week.